looks like it's gonna hail Baby, baby, it looks like it's gonna hail You better come inside, let me teach you how to jive and wheel Then you really gotta jump and jive and 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 Then you really wait All right, welcome uh, back to After Business Podcast. We took our uh, show on the road here at the Reading Terminal Market in Philadelphia. I've got a special VIP guest, a longtime friend of Chris's. It's Ralph Passio, owner of Jump and Prime Meats. Uh, so I shop her personally. Uh, when, I, when I was running restaurants or I had my own restaurant, I was probably my butcher. But he's, he's my personal butcher too. I'm up here most weekends getting what I need. You know, so this is Rob. He's been Rob. How long have you been doing this? Uh, since I was 13, so I'm 35 years. When do we meet? Oh, right. Uh, 15. 15. Remember, Rob, at 15, walked into the butcher shop, and it was it. And the relationship there ever since. Now you're stuck with him. Every weekend, you're stuck with him. Not only that, sometimes I really break him for him. I call him up. You know, Rob, on your way home, can you drop something off? Delivery. Delivery, too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so Rob does, like you said, you know, you walk in here as a customer or, you know, you're local and, you know, your restaurant, you need a butcher, this is the guy. Uh, he's knowledgeable, he, he's great prices, he can tell you the, the best cut of meat to use for whatever the fish is. Uh, so, Rob, that's leading us into when I did the cheesesteak challenge, I got the ribeye steak from you. Can you tell us, like, there's not just one ribeye and that's it, cut dry. No, no, there's, there's, there's different grades, different qualities. Uh, most of the steak shops that are around the city and all over, they use uh, a, a Philly ribeye or uh, a, a ribeye roll, which is frozen. A lot of it comes from Australia or, or New Zealand or it's not domestic. Uh, the ribeye that you guys got with that cook-up, uh, that was actually like an Angus steer grade USDA choice piece of beef. So there's really, I mean, there's really nothing much better than that unless you want to go to a higher quality ribeye like Pride or Wagyu or anything like that. But for a cheesesteak, you would say that's the way you go. Uh, for a cheesesteak, yeah, yeah. I mean, we have customers that uh, use top round, right. both clean, and it's and it's an Angus cut, so it has flavor. Uh, the ribeye roll is good, you know. It's good, you know. It's all right, you know. But there's not a whole lot of like, like that, that meat itself isn't that flavorful without that sauce. Part. So back in the day, before we started with the ribeye, well, didn't they go with the eye roast? Wasn't that like one of the big uh, steaks? That Some places used, would use right? eye roll, yeah. right? But, uh, but then it kind of evolved into more of a fancy steak. Yeah, they found a cheaper option yeah. for, and, like, for a, a ribeye. You know, people see ribeye on the menu, they're like, oh my God, you know, use the prime rib. Right. You know, and it's like, it kind of glorifies the cheesesteak a little bit. And muscle was used at one point? Uh, people use knuckles. I know a company years ago, Landis, they used to specialize in using certain like types. I remember with the knuckle, the problem was, you, you got to chill, kind of freeze it a little bit. Yeah. But it was a big piece of meat, so hard to operate on the slicer. Yeah, and then the yeah. backside has a big nerve water right. too. So yeah. Once you lose, once you get to that, like the last two inches, you got to grind. Right, take it down. So I, I personally think they went the right. 
right direction instead of ribeye because I, I mean I, I think it's just great. Um, you know, when they did the eye round the eye roast, it was good too. There's not a lot of fat, right? Right. Yeah. But it was still a good steak. Be a little tough. Be a little tough, right? But I think it's revolved into one of the best sandwiches around, like the way they went with it. And what we did, we put on the versus frozen beef that we lost water weight, we lost all that. So I guess the question is to you, really the expert. Person goes over and says, "Why can't I buy a case of frozen steaks from from Cisco? And it's gonna be a better place." What do you tell them? Well, listen, a lot of places use the, the, the frozen already chipped uh, wafer that's pushed out to make it easier of a restaurant. Like, you know, they, they ain't got time to sit there and slice and push it out eight ounces, you know, whatever they use for their sandwich. So they go through a bigger company that already has a car. One, one thing I found surprising when we did the challenge with that was I never read the box before. Okay, I worked at cheesesteak places growing up, you know, pizza radius. I never read the box. This time I read the box. All the fillers that were in there kind of surprised me. You think it was like that 20, 30 years ago? Well, I mean, that probably, that probably, that probably wasn't around 30 years ago. I mean, maybe it was, but um, I would say, yeah, I could have something to hold that meat together. together. I mean, to make it last. And right. Okay. Yeah, try to put it right where it can be fresh. Oh, no, no, I, I agree. Because it is really great, yeah. you know. <laughs> but yeah, so when we cooked yours down, we lost very little weight. Right? We started right. with eight ounces. We finished the second point two, maybe. Right? And then we cooked down eight ounces of the frozen, and we're all the way down to like five point whatever. Remember, five point two. Really shrunk down. So you have to cook extra of that to really make the sandwich. You know? So it's sort of the savings really was on the fresh end. Yeah. And the, 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 the ribeye rolls that you carry, they're, they're whole ribeyes. So like when they advertise eight ounces, it's not injected anything. So it's an actual. Like whole muscle, gotcha. so that's a positive too. Uh, so that's a positive to a uh, one of the ribeye rolls. Right. Uh, All right. Yeah. Well, we got a lot of good information. Uh, again, if you're in the Philadelphia area, you've never been to the Terminal, stop in, stop and see Rob's on. Hey, I saw you in the podcast. Say hello. Check out his case. A lot of great fresh meat here. You can't, you can't go wrong. Thanks for watching After Your Business Podcast. We want to talk to you for a minute about our on-site visits that we do. Now, it's a great way for us to assess your business and really dig in to help you with some great improvements. Now, whether it's food costs, whether it's labor, or anything else that you might see you think you need, um, but we see the most success when we're able to get in on-site, get a feel for the culture of the restaurant, see what's going on there, and really you know, help our expertise to do what you've already built and grown your business to be. Right. You know, we definitely get walked walk through your menu, we come up with some new recipes, we you know, bring it to you know, what's happening in the uh, restaurant world today, make sure we're well-rounded and we're covering all the bases. That's something that we enjoy to do. We love coming out to the restaurants and we love being part of your restaurant. Nice. Well, we look forward to seeing you in your, uh, in your restaurant. All right, so here we are. So this is a Philly thing. Right, we did the challenges in the past with the, with the chicken cutlets and the cheese steaks. So we're bringing it back a little bit, not a challenge, but just you know, bring, bring it inside, bring, bring it inside. inside what it looks like. Got. Right. So we're at the Reading Terminal. Uh, we went to the uh, Butcher's Pantry, that's located here in, a, in a, uh, Reading Terminal, and we got a chicken cutlet with roasted peppers and provolone for about thirteen bucks. Right. Yeah. We know what it costs to make this sandwich. Right, it, it costs barely over a dollar fifty. 
So that's a great margin. That yeah. means you're doing it right. Well, you know, it comes down to what it tastes like, too. So we'll dig into that in a minute. Uh, <laughs> dig them all in a minute. Right. Well, well, Chris, real quick, you might not know what the ready to market is. So I think you can underestimate where we're at right now. Right. Like, that might give you a little... So everything's in here. We're, we're in Philadelphia. Uh, we're in Center City, Philadelphia. The Reading Terminal has been here for over 100 years. Uh, you have, I believe, it's over 200 uh, stores in here. From everything. everything from a clothing store to a, a sandwich shop to a butcher to just poultry to just sausage. Like, there is a stand for everything. There's yeah. coffee, there's turkeys. I mean, you walk around here, it is amazing. We're going to walk around a little bit yeah. and you'll get to see it. But there is everything here. There's a liquor store in here, there's and diners, the fruit. Right. You see, you get a diner. I mean, you name it, it, it it's in here. From our spot right here, you got cupcake pies and whoopies, and he's got the best turkey you'll ever have, a burger place. He's got a clothing store right there. <laughs> Snacks. I think there's a travel agent over there too. <laughs> the bar there is behind a, us. We got the bar over here, which I freaking lock Sunday mornings. Uh, so no, you know, this is a great location. I, I think people that even live here in Philly don't really know about it. Right. You know, you'll find more tourists here than you do locals, which is is crazy. And I feel like it doesn't matter if you're here at seven in the morning or. It it's a night, right? There's people There's here. People here, they're doing Ob something. Obviously, at lunchtime, if you come here between like 11 and 1.30, it's just shoulder to shoulder. Everybody's got all these food stands. Everybody's here, they just want them. You know, and, and guess what? They do solid food here. It's really good. Unbelievable. Right, right. As, as you can see. So, the butcher's pantry did the chicken cutlet. This cheesesteak here, it, it's a fresh cheesesteak. It's not frozen. It's not the ribeye. Right. More of a loin yep. they use, which looks good though. Yeah, right? Nicely, yeah. Cook yeah. Quick. It looks good. It's a nice size sandwich. This was, uh, I think, just under fourteen dollars. Yeah. Right. So you got my long hots in there. I don't eat anything without them. And then this cheesesteak here is a ribeye. It's from Molly's behind us. It's a little smaller. Uh, well, you know, we'll see. It, it looks fresh. It looks good. Uh, it's a fresh ribeye they said on it. And we're gonna check them out and see. I say we start with the chicken cutlet. And we'll That's take our it from appetizer. There. That's our appetizer. I think they need to get a new knife over there, but all right. <laughs> Let's try it out. Looks good. Looks fresh. Great. You guys can share that long hog if you want. Let's <laughs> No, okay. Enjoy yourself. It's good. It's But I'll still put yours up against that one. I know it was a little while ago when we made that, but yeah, it's good. I'm still picking the the, the combinations you were putting together and rocking out there. So, well, you know, I, I think my cutlet had one more season going. But if I'm walking in a store. And this is what I get. Oh, this is still really. Good I'm not upset. Sandwich. I just happen to be exceptional. Unfortunately, they had to go. Against, <laughs> they had to go against you. It might not have gone that well for them. Is, is all I'm saying. All right. This is the best breakfast I've ever had. Yeah. All right. 
Now on the first cheesesteak. So, get a good look at it here. So, see it in there. It's cooked nice. It's not overcooked. You don't see any burnt marks. It's still uh, moist looking. How do you order this one, Chris? What, what do you tell the guy? Well, I, I asked for American wit. Okay? I like little American on this one. That one I went Cooper with. But, uh, what we got? It looks good. It looks like a good bowl, too. Uh, that's really good. That's a solid cheesesteak there. Well, the meat's really tender. Yeah. Cooked well. Cooked really nice, seasoned nicely. Because you can overcook these. Yeah. Fast. I mean, they stopped the cooking process perfectly. That was good. Well, the roll's fresh. The roll's got a little snap to it, right? A little crunchy on the top, soft in the middle. Yeah. So it's a really good roll. I love the seeds. I always like a seed roll. Yeah, so I noticed that with all these rolls, all these, they yeah. were all seeded. I know it's hit or miss, but it was funny that all three we got all yeah. were seeded rolls. You know that when you go into South Philly to the historic cheesesteak places, you're not going to get a seed no. roll. Right. Because they didn't start it. Right. These little bit, and, and this place has been around a while, just not as long as that. Right. They really go seeded. Like okay. cedar rolls start to really take off, you know, like say late seventies into the eighties, okay. where I like a cedar roll, always, you know. But again, I mean, I'm going to take one more bite of that. What's my? You want to try walnut? It's a little early for the for walnut. Never too early. early. <laughs> okay. And on to our uh, dessert. This is the ribeye steak. This is one a little darker. That makes me think it's possibly overcooked because of the color of it. That one there, it's got the perfect color. It's cooked amazing. This one, well, I, I think it's overcooked. But we'll see. We'll see. And it's the first cheesesteak of the day, so your grill should not be that hot. Right. Or have, you know, sometimes during the day the grill will give off a little different color because you're doing a lot of cooking on it yeah. and maybe it was the last steak before you gave it that clean at least you clean every 15 minutes right. and you get a little darker color this is the first steak of the day so let's see it may be a little over but but the flavor is still there very good. It's not as moist as that one. They, they went. They probably went about a minute too long. I was gonna say that one was excellent. Was excellent. Yeah, that, this that was one's good, but not. That was not Hello nice. George. Okay. Right. Yeah. Hello George. This one's Molly's. Not a bad steak by, by any means, yeah. but it is overcooked. They probably went a minute too long, and, and you took a lot of the, the moisture out. That one there was one of the better ones I, I've had. Yeah. Well, I think as we've got to give you guys a little bit tour around here again with the theme of it's a Philly thing, really dig it in. But right. you know, I think whatever city you're in, you know, find that great fresh food, different, yeah. you know, whatever it is, and explore and buy from there or visit there and take ideas from there. Well, always take ideas. You know, nobody owns any of this. Right. Always take ideas, put your, your twist on it, your spin on it. You know, something that is really in your area, like us with cheesesteaks. Yeah. Right? And chicken cold sandwiches. Right. We're known for that. 
you know, there wasn't always a pizza steak. Somebody came up with that. Yeah. Right? It wasn't always, you know, a steak with Cooper Sharp. Somebody said, you know what, Cooper Sharp's a great cheese. Let me put that on the menu. Cooper Sharp cheese steak. You know, you had to come up with things. Uh, because, you know, mushroom cheese steak is one of the big ones everybody likes. People thought it as, what is in your area that you're famous for? Yeah. Add that to the steak. And again, if you want to put a cheese steak on your menu, do not call it a Philly cheese steak. <laughs> it's just a cheese steak. Where it's a mushroom cheese steak, we don't do a pizza cheese steak, if we just want to do a cheese steak, it is a cheese steak. I, I, when, when people say Philly cheese steak, I guarantee you they're making it wrong. Right? So, get something that's local to you, add it to a cheesesteak, to a chicken cutlet. You know, let's have profitable food to your menu, because this is profitable food. And it's done right. Exactly. That's the most fresh. important thing. It's fresh, it's done right. Even even, even the, the mollies, a little overcooked, but I still would eat it and be happy. Yeah, exactly. right. If it was the frozen one, you wouldn't, if you overcook it that much, it, it, it's gonna crisp up and really get right. a little bitter in there. Yeah. But, this is the way to go. Uh, so we're going to finish this off. Yeah, we're going to wrap it. Then we're going to go walk it off. A woman is a woman and a man ain't nothing but a meal. A woman is a woman and a man ain't nothing but a meal. One good thing about him, he knows how to jive and wheel. Oh, you got to jump and jive and then you will. You got to jump and jive and then you will. You got to jump and jive and then you will. You got to jump and jive and then you will, you gotta jump and jive and then you will, will.